This episode is sponsored by Caddyshack Bistro, your favorite new watering hole. Located next to Crust Pizza Company on Spring Cypress and Champions Forest Drive in Spring, Texas. A place where dreams come true. The finest spirits, wine, and tasty food. It's where the locals go. Use code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your next order. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. You're back from our Christmas vacation, sort of. Uh, and we're going to record to catch up on things that we didn't get to talk about because of, you know, well, vacation so and family things. stuff. So many things. So many things. Oh, my God. And I'm Aaron, and I'm joined again by... Your boy, Chris, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin. And no, I do not eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Well, I would hope you wouldn't. That's not healthy. As proved <laughs> in the latest season of Always Sunny. It's oh. not delicious either. I'm, and I'm we are joined again by the podfather of Cross the Streams Media Productions, the guy who pretty much runs this company, and also our editor who makes us sound halfway decent. It is Dwayne. The best I can. And by the way, I I was going to ask you if you eat shit for breakfast, so good call. (laughs) Well, I mean, I had had, um, Waffle House for like brunch today. So, I mean, depending on your definition of shit... Although I like Waffle House, I know it gets a bad rap from a lot of people, but I'm a fan. I'm guessing Ponchos doesn't do breakfast, right? Not yet. If they did, well, if they did, then you'd be eating one, shit for breakfast. If they I'd did, be they'd be one for breakfast. They'd be one restaurant down. They'd be down to I'd one be, restaurant then. Man, whatever. I'd raise the flag. Bring me another hot plate of shit. They they raise the flag too. That's why they keep losing restaurants. You know when you walk up, they're like, "Watch your hands. This is take this hot because it's a hot pile of doo doo and it's delicious doo doo." <laughs> So, so to take a page out of uh, Dwayne's book, what's everybody drinking tonight as we're recording this? What are, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Yingling tonight. You know, I heard Yingling's really good. <clears throat> I heard it's really good. It is. That sounds like a rapper from Houston. <laughs> That's Youngling. Oh, little Yingling? Yingling? And you wouldn't say Yingling if you saw how it's spelled either. <laughs> no, it says Yong Long. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm re- hey, look, I am drinking Dr. Pepper out of a itsy bitsy teeny weeny little that is shovel, a baby short, can short of Dr. Can. Pepper. That is a baby can of Dr. Pepper. It's a well, mini nerf you know, ball. It is, man. Well, I mean, I'm 40 and fat, and the thing is, you know, <laughs> I don't. That's a, that's a new uh, TLC series, isn't it? 40 and Nerdy fat. And I mean, fat. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my 300 plus life. Jesus Christ. Uh, Dude, I can't. I can't finish. Like at this point in my life, I I don't finish whole cans of any kind of soda. I shouldn't be drinking the damn things anyway. But if I'm going to have a soda, I might as well, yeah. you know, have one that I can almost kind of finish. Well, I mean, did you get that can trick or treating? Looks like a bite sized you know, version of Mars Bar, but Dr Pepper. Man, it's you know, we were actually we wanted to get A and W root beer, but they were out at the HEB <laughs> we were at. So okay, hey, what that's, you gonna do, huh? hey, that's fair enough. I am still drinking water. Uh, over the course of this holiday break or this holiday <laughs> oh, season, I have been in duress 
And uh, <laughs> basically, I had a root canal done a few weeks ago, followed up with a uh, follow-up uh, crown extension surgery in my mouth where I'm on li- I'm been on a liquid diet and a soft food diet for the last few weeks. I have dropped a total now of 17 pounds. I have lost two pant sizes. I'm literally having to wear a belt to keep my pants up. Man, I'm jealous. Diet, because of this diet. And I am drinking Fiji water, natural water, out of the square bottle. So, bottle in Pasadena, Texas. It has not been a fun ride for me. But the drugs are great, though. I, I, I will say that. I love <laughs> oh, the drugs, yeah. but they don't love me. <laughs> you have to be in your 40s to get that reference <laughs> you have to be old to get that reference yes. you gotta be old so how 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 have y'all's holidays been going for this last two weeks how's it been going uh for i mean for me i'm sorry go ahead please yeah uh, a good host would uh tell somebody to talk <laughs> Oh, Dwayne, how was your Christmas, sir? Tell us about all about your your, Christmas. How was your happy Honda days? You know what? You know, we never claim to have a good podcast or be good hosts. No, Uh, please. We start from mediocrity. Don't worry. I can edit it out if you need to, but I probably won't. (laughs) That's the charm of the show. Come on. No, you won't. That mess up is going to stay in there for all of eternity, probably with the take one. Um, That was good. (laughs) Went with the family. And friends, and have a good time. Ate and drank too much. That's what you're <laughs> supposed to do, though. Yeah, that's, that's the holidays. That, that is true. That is very much true. That Did you get to see all the family that you wanted to see? Everybody you're looking forward to have come over and eat all the food and leave a mess in your house and stuff? As many as I needed to see, yes. <laughs> well, I think the main question is during the holidays, do you get to see the family that you want to see? And did you have to see the family that you didn't want to see? What? <laughs> it's it's did you get to see the family that you wanted to see and did you have to see the family that you did not want to see i did not no okay basically okay, you have a um uh what's his face uh you have a cousin eddie in your family uh, yeah uh, 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 randy quaid out in your front yard uh, no nope, no no cousin no eddie's Mickey. no in-laws oh, okay. like in krampus no <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh hey, my god! I have to ask. I have to ask. Chris, how was yours? Man, it's been uh, it's been it's it's been good, man. We just um, we uh, you know, we spent time with family. Obviously, we uh, we spent time with friends, as you know. Yes. Uh, exchanging gifts and what have you. I uh, my life is basically just uh, sell toys, draw pictures, come home, went, rinse, you know, repeat, and so. Uh, you know, not that I'm complaining. You know, like I'm right now. I now work on commissions, and this is a uh, for uh, for our captive op- our captive audience here, just us three. Uh, uh, that nice. is a great well, uh, picture of some cosmic activity. Yeah, man, little uh, Scotty Young esque inspired uh, three card puzzle. Yeah, no. So I mean, uh, dude, I can't complain, man. I mean, uh, with everything going on in the world, uh, you know, the new. Uh, the new and but the new bug invasion going on out there and everything. Yep. I mean, it could be worse. Okay. So. Hey, it sounds like a good holiday season. It sounds like a good holiday season. Yeah. But you know, well, you know what happened during the holiday season, though, right? I spent a lot of money at the movie theater. <laughs> I think we all did. And I'm not. I don't think I'm done. To be honest <laughs> with you. I think we all did. If you don't have HBO Plus, you probably did. 
But let's talk mm. about the movie theaters, especially one that came out recently that set what, worldwide records now, like the most, the biggest box office draw since Endgame. That's what I believe so. I know it Matrix Four. The Ma- nobody's talking about the Matrix. Nobody's talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> even people who saw it aren't even talking about that. I, I see people who check in like, "Oh, I'm watching the Matrix. How was it? It happened." That's Miss usually that's the end of conversation. That, that it, it happened. That's pretty much it. I, I did see it, so oh, yeah, I haven't same. seen it yet. I haven't not yeah. seen it yet, only because I need to get caught up. I've only seen the first two movies. I haven't seen two, three. You're fine. Whatever. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. You really? Yeah, you don't need to, man. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a completist with movies. So first, well, I, know, I mean, there's only three. The... You saw the first two. That's all you really need. Yeah, really. <laughs> To okay, see the fair, fourth. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for that. Fair enough. But no, let, let's let's talk about Spider Man because that's the thing. Oh. I, I know last week every podcast and their mother were was talking about Spider Man. They did their reviews. They they read the Wikipedia's. They they dug the they watched the the YouTube videos on the Easter eggs that they thought they might know but don't know. But us being Spider Man fans. How did y'all like it? Okay, Joanne, let's start with you. Like, what did you think about the movie? Uh, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it definitely was. It was yes. all I wanted and more. See, that's a good way to sum it up. I mean, we can go into spoilers here because you know it's we're what two weeks out. Oh my god! At this yeah. point, shame on your ass. Dude. Yeah, you who gives a shit? You but, but yeah, that's but, you. You're an idiot. Hey. Hey, we're going to go on spoilers. I'll throw like a little audio clipper right here about spoilers. Or if Dwayne still has the other recording I did, he can just throw it right here. Or are you going to uh, say spoilers ahead? <laughs> people don't People don't listen. People Communication is not strong for a lot of people. Hey, that's so, the problem. What is that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Chris, what did you, what, or Shooter, what did you think about the movie? <laughs> Man, uh, dude. Okay, so uh, those who don't know, uh, my nephew's birthday is in December. And um, being that this is going to be one of the most highly anticipated movies, not just for everybody in general, but especially myself, I know Aaron being a webhead uh, as well, uh, we are both uh, huge uh, Spider-Man fans, and my nephew uh, as much so because, you know, I helped raise him, and, you know, I like to think that I had some sort of influence, and so um, he said, I want to see Spider-Man for my birthday. I said, okay, no problem, kid. As a matter of fact, we will do that, and I refuse to have any whiny babies any dickheads on their phones, <laughs> any kind of bullshit that would ruin this movie for me. So we did some phone calls. We did some research. We found out we could rent a whole goddamn movie theater. Uh-huh. And the cool thing was, look, uh, the uh, the wife did the research here. Uh, between Thursday and Friday, Thursday being the preview night, Friday being the premiere, to rent out a private theater at the theater we went to, uh, for like 22 people came out to like 180, 190 bucks. Yeah. Which really and truly to pick your fellow audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, for one of the biggest movies, you yeah. know, I mean, is there a, a no brainer, no brainer yeah. uh, between Thursday and Friday is either a hundred something, almost 200 or like between seven or $900 or something like that. Something insane. That is a mouse tax that the Disney had put on that. So uh, Thursday was the night. Thursday was yep. the go-to. Um, you were there, Aaron. Uh, we did. Uh, we had a blasty blast because it was 
the experience you could, you know, you would hope for. You know what I mean? It was the uh, just the the cheering and the and the uh, the shock and all of the things that we had not expected. Uh, you know, well, things we had suspected and weren't exactly sure when or if it was going to happen, but it definitely happened. And uh, this, you know, this um, this movie renewed my interest in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Okay. I have kind of forgotten them a little bit. Um, and poor uh, poor Andrew Garfield, man. I mean, you know. Well, I think some... he, I think he just got redemption in this. Yeah. He said, he "Fuck did. it, he I, did. I'm going full out." And... So, so Chris, back he, to the he question. Stole the show. So, Chris, back he to did. the question. What did you think about the movie? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry, man. I, I just, I'm just very excited about this movie. Um, I, everybody is. Everybody I is. thought it was fantastic. I thought uh, all the this movie knew exactly what it was. It didn't pretend to be anything it wasn't. It was all fan service, and that's what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, this movie was in the can a long time ago, right? Wasn't this movie done like like last year? They said it was done last, like, beginning of the summer it was done. Yeah, so, so. you know, this movie, I don't think it intended to do this, but it definitely saved the movie theaters in general from uh, extinction. It did? Because what else are you going to go to the movie theater for, you know? It definitely did. It definitely did. But I also think it shows you just have to have a good fucking movie and people show up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Well, the hype for, the hype is there for anytime there's a Spider-Man movie, the hype is always there. No matter what, there'll always be hype. And mm-hmm. with that character, I think it brings that level of people want to see the next story. I mean, with Batman, oh, yeah. Batman is Batman, but let's, I mean, they have, a, they've had what, six different Batmans in the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. And each time they do it. Yeah. It has a good turnout, but then after that, it kind of flatlines. Every time they do a Spider-Man movie, no matter what, it raises, it, there's more people there. And as much as people want to complain about, you know, another Uncle Ben dying, we've seen the Waynes die, I think it's <laughs> been now uh, 11 times in media from TV show and movies and animation. Yeah. 11 times. And we've only seen the Uncle Ben's die three times. One in animation and two in movies. That's it. Yeah, that has been that's it. That's true. So... Uh, it's there's always been a big there's always been a big emotional investment in Spider-Man movie, but there, there Speak, always has been. Speaking of Uncle Ben, this movie uh, gave us the story that this world doesn't have an Uncle Ben. Well, he existed. Yeah. He, he did exist, uh, but I don't know. They, he didn't seem to. No, Peter like, suit that he wore in the uh, the first movie, the prom or the dance suit, the prom suit was Uncle Ben suit. Okay. The, Briefcase that he oh. wore, that he, the briefcase that he used in the second movie was Uncle Ben's briefcase, and he's been mentioned uh, twice. But uh, he never had that influence, oh. I guess. No, he like I guess he wasn't that much that 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 he didn't have that involvement with Peter as his aunt did, and we saw that that this was that, the shitty Uncle Ben who didn't care about Peter. Uh, <laughs> he just, he just didn't have the connection. I mean, we don't know. This, this Uncle, <laughs> his Uncle Ben could have died. You know, he could have drowned in like a water purification tower or something. You don't know. This Uncle Ben had like a gambling problem and was very distant with me and shit like that. It's he gambled, the, he gambled at the gas stations, the gas station lottery. Scratchers. He went for scratchers and never came back. <laughs> that old chestnut. But so what did you think about that twist of like you know, the Aunt May being the Uncle Ben of the movie? Man, uh, you know, what's really cool is that I really did appreciate it. And going back, you know, after you watch the movie, like I've seen it uh, twice now. I want to go at least one more time. Mm-hmm. And watching all the little, like you said, all the little Easter egg videos and all the things that people are digging in on to find out about. 
Uh, she had the most accurate recreation of the quote, and I didn't realize that. Yeah. With great power, there must also come great responsibility, yes. which is a little oversight. It's kind of like the Luke, I am your father, Luke, I'm your father kind of thing. It's like that is, um, that is true. Mandela effect. We, we always misquote shit because, you know. Yeah. But, dude, I wanted to hear Bonesaw. Like, with, <laughs> Bonesaw is ready. I, we're, if we're getting the multiverse, dude, we should have got a digital monster, man. I'm sorry. That's just what should have. No, we, both... we didn't need that. Well, I mean, <laughs> dude, the, I got the, you for three minutes. Come on. The, the original movie had wrestling with Macho Man Randy Savage. The yes. second movie had a wrestling ring where he got his influence for the mask. Mm-hmm. And this third movie had power bombs. This, this movie series had power bombs. Oh, man, it was so good. <laughs> and then that final movie had power bombs. So there's always oh, a wrestling yeah. connection to it. So, But Bonesaw was there in spirit, maybe. Yes, no, I, I absolutely, absolutely loved it. Uh, as soon as we went for pre-order on the Steelbook on uh, Best Buy, we ordered that. Well, um, and thinking about it, Aunt May <clears throat> at least got to know Peter as Spider-Man too. Like did. Uncle Ben never knew that. He didn't. He did you know? not. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's good he point. didn't get a chance. That that is very much true. Uh, he he. Uh, none of the Bens knew because they were essentially the catalyst for. And becoming Spider-Man, right? So, kind of makes sense. Mm. That one kind of mm-hmm. makes sense. But yeah, but... Man, what, 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 I mean, what, what, what more can you ask for? I mean, uh, the big, to me, the biggest thing was, like you said, Andrew Garfield um, got redemption. Even they, even when he called himself Spider-Man Three or Third Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's kind of funny. All, Peter yeah. Three, Peter Three, all the self-referential uh, jokes were there, man. I mean, this is what the world needed, dude. Right? Like we yeah. needed fun. A good exactly. Spider-Man movie, just a, a plain well, good Spider-Man. And, and also, like you know, Doctor Strange was in here. Yeah, but they didn't make him like the focal point of the movie. It wasn't a Doctor Strange and Spider-Man movie. It was still a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, they found a way to put Doctor Strange away for most of the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, a heavy hitter like Strange, who was a big part of this, was only in yeah, for like I mean, what twenty minutes. He was tied up. He was. Tied I mean, up. it would have been a you know fifteen minute movie if Strange was there. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. I honestly thought that was gonna be I honestly thought the fact that the Sanctum St. Torrent was covered in snow was that hell froze over and that Mephisto was taking I'm falling I'm on I'm on at this point I'm on the Mephisto Mephisto watch. You're still on Mephisto Mephisto watch? You're still on Mephisto. I'm always on Mephisto watch. Everything that goes wrong, if shit falls over in my house, I'm like fucking Mephisto. Everything. (laughs) Everything. Do you have that Marvel legend? Mephisto? Yeah. Not yet. Okay. (laughs) Not yet. I'm not entirely sure I don't have one that's already Mephisto. It just changes it on its own and shit. <laughs> it's, one of the Piper, it's one of your Roddy Piper figures. Secretly Probably. Mephisto. Probably. So, so Dwayne, you sunglasses, you can see yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. So, Dwayne, what was your favorite moment in the film? Like, like what was the moment that, that you, like, cheered for or that was just your favorite? There's too many. <laughs> there is. There's so many. Um... <clears throat> I mean, obviously, seeing the other Spider-Mans is pretty awesome. In mm-hmm. the in the villains, yeah, I think oh, they did. <clears throat> and honestly, with Sandman, I was like, "How are they going to do this?" Right? Because mm-hmm. he's not as young as he used to be, and no. they're just like, "We'll just make him CG the whole the <laughs> whole, whole movie." movie. <laughs> and then we'll cover him. Then we'll cover him in sand at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, were like they like bit. were him and the guy who played the lizard? I don't know if they were even out, outside of like voice acting. I think they probably just digitally dropped him in there at the end, just, right? Just their yeah, just their end scene. 
That yeah. was them. That's probably all they did. Make it then and put wigs on them for the balding spots. Well, and stuff. I mean, they probably did motion capture stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. But, uh, Maybe. Yeah, but I don't know. It's cool just seeing. I mean, the interaction with all the Spider Man. I mean, they all had their their personalities from the movie come through, so that was pretty awesome. Oh god, yeah. We, we almost got a whole Sinister Six, but you know, we're almost. We were almost. there. The tree. The tree was the sixth member. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean. I don't know. I don't know if I can pick the one. You can't, you I mean, what can you say? One? Yeah. I mean, the whole movie was yeah. good. <laughs> can, you, can you pick two? Can you pick two favorite moments? I mean, the the Spider Man's coming through the portals. That was cool. Okay. It was a little predictable, but that's what you wanted to see, anyways. Yeah. Um. And honestly, I think that last scene. Where um, Toby McGuire, uh, not Toby McGuire, um, Tom Holland Spider Man is just pissed off and he wants to kill the Green Goblin. Yeah. That scene was like intense. I was like, oh my God, he's going to kill him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You see the shift on his face. Like when he did the crouch down, you're like, oh my God, this is not an Andrew, this is not a Tom Holland Spider Man we've seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, shit. that was awesome. Yeah, it was left and right combos. It was just left and right combos. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, and, boom. Yeah, whooping that ass. I and honestly, like, I, I cried with the Andrew Garfield catching MJ thing because that was uh, the part that really messed me up. And I, I like saw that. that was no, as soon as well, she walked out on the thing, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna catch her." <laughs> I, I, saw it. I, I knew it in the trailer. I was like, "There's no way it's not gonna be him catching her." Yeah, yeah, but. Just you felt it when you saw his face looking at her, like it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, because in reality, in this earth, we did not get a resolution for his story out, outside nope. the second movie. Nope. So, you know, he's just left with the death, just surrounded by death, the Spider Man. Yep. And then he helps a little kid, fights with Ronio, and that's it. And you're like, oh, God, you know what? More, more. And they, and they, they were setting really up for the, they were setting up for the Sinister Six with that movie, too. Yeah. Along with yeah. was I read I read the script or the like what it was supposed to be like it with Andrew Garfield's third and fourth movie it was supposed to be like with reincarnation with them bringing back Gwen them bringing back his dad uh, oh, wow. basically the whole, basically Clone Saga stuff like Sinister Six and Clone uh, Saga. You know what? This movie did prove though that the guiding hand of Marvel itself was needed to yeah. to make a good Spider-Man. Well, not that the other movies weren't good in their own right, but like. Spider-Man three with Tobey Maguire couldn't balance three villains, but this one could balance five, potentially six. I mean, yeah, you know, no, no, no villain in this movie felt shortchanged. I didn't feel like, you know, what I mean, we, we didn't need a ton of lizard, but we got just enough lizard. You know, what I mean, there wasn't any. I didn't feel like we were short, you know, shortchanged on anything. Well, this movie felt like Civil War. You had all the different people show up. You already mm-hmm. knew their story, though. They, they built up with other movies, so they already knew their story. You just wanted to see them fight. You, let, let's be honest. You just wanted to see them fight. Let them so, fight. I'm curious, though, with the new, the new Marvel movie watchers, like the people yeah. who didn't watch all the old stuff before, like what their like reaction was watching this. Like they're they're probably just like, who are these other Spider Man? What is? I don't know. Who's that old on. guy? Who's that old guy wearing Vans? I oh, mean, furthermore, do those people even exist at this point? Like, I feel like if they you, do. that's so weird to me. Like, how did? 
I don't get it. And uh, dude, even okay. Well, it's just because you're in this world like we are. Like, not everybody loves this stuff. Yeah, like we do. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to believe it. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you've got people going back and buying old trades just to try to read the story that's inspired this stuff now. Chris, there's I mean, people out there that haven't seen Star Wars. Yeah. Like, come on. That's, that's true. Stupid. Those are the same people that are like, uh, you know, spousal abusers and shit. Those are, you mean, those, those can't be. <laughs> spousal those can't abusers? Be, I'm sorry. Those can't be real people that have real emotion and, and do real shit in their lives. There, there's something wrong with them. I'm sorry. Wow. They're, they're, well, those people will be the subject of YouTube videos about, you know, the thing the day everything went wrong in their life and shit like that. No. Yeah. I think my, two, I'll just say my two favorite scenes. Uh, first scene was the lab with all three Peters working on their stuff, <laughs> their, their yeah. cures and all their different uh, web fluids and uh, uh, shock therapies, all the stuff that they're, that they're going to make into fight the bad guys. That was great. Cause you see them mm -hmm. all interact. And I, I had big vibes of, um, of uh, uh, spider verse, the comic book, the comic book version. Spider-Geddon, mm -hmm. Spider-Verse, where all the Spider-Men are interacting with each other. And uh, yes. that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool scene. And then my other favorite was uh, another cameo that few people have talked about, but the catch with the brick through the window. Because, oh, man. because we, we heard the rumors that he might be in here. He might come back. He might not. He's in it. He's in it. We have inside sources. There's not inside sources. All these different things about this guy coming back in. And to see Charlie Cox revive his role as Daredevil, catch the brick through the window. To me, that was a great moment. That was a great moment. Oh, God, yeah. And, yeah, for sure. And, and even then, a lot of people didn't get catch that that was the same Daredevil from the Netflix. There's still some people who didn't get that. They thought it was just some guy. I don't um, understand. Dude, and Disney's going <laughs> to hire Disney's gonna hire him for, ev for everything. He kept the secret. Yeah. Like, like, he had interviews where he was like, Look, if I'm in this movie, I don't know about it. Like, <laughs> I think I would know. Yeah, well, he just he didn't see the contract because he's you know blind. Well, he did a better <laughs> job than uh he did a better job than uh, than Tom. No, uh, Andrew Garfield did because every time he was asked the question, he would start laughing. And oh uh, man, <laughs> I mean, kind of a kind of a kind of a giveaway, kind of a little giveaway of uh, information. But still, oh that God. was a great. I mean, that was a. Who I, I think though, but that happened at the beginning of the movie, and there yeah. was so much shit that happened afterwards that it just yeah. kind of. It was it cool when it happened, and then it was just like. Whoa, that would be my point. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. I mean, uh, that by no means did I overlook it while I was watching the movie. It's just you're getting constantly bombarded with one badass scene after the next. There wasn't a dull moment in this movie. I, yeah. I really didn't feel like there was a lull, to where you would be bored and disinterested. You wanted to see where everything was because one scene led to the next plot point. It was the constant. It was a rapid fire. I, I think the uh, trying to get into MIT thing could have been a little shorter. That, that, that's yeah. well, it's it's a little, small thing. It got a little like, well, okay, we know you're not getting in into any college. Like. Well, I mean, they, they had to give Flash Thompson a storyline for the movie. So that was kind of his only storyline in the whole movie besides selling his uh, his book that he wrote. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't oh, no, know, man. I figured Flash that. that was... <laughs> well, at least he had the blonde hair this time. He grew his hair out and it was blonde. He looked like comic book Flash Thompson with the blonde hair. So yeah, but you know, Flash Thompson, I remember, was a big athletic dude who was a douchebag. Not like this, a very... he, this Flash seemed a little bit bigger too. He didn't seem the like as scrawny as he was in the first movie, where he was, you know, the the smart, sarcastic bully. 
the rich bully. He this one seemed a little bit bigger, and I think that a lot of his scenes might have been cut out to progress the story, which might have showcased him being bigger. Like you know, he either hit the gym or he hit a subway. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> if I had my choice, man, if I had if they if they were to tell me I could pick between two different things I wanted to see in regards to like addition writer esque characters, be it an agent Venom, which obviously we're not going to get that with Flash Thompson this early, but Nope. There, there were times where I really thought I was going to see the beginnings of Superior Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Because with Doc Ock and the extra Spider-Man there and stuff like that, like it just there was a part of me that felt like, you know what I mean? Like Doc Ock was going to transfer. You know what I mean? Like at some point, something. This was all early thoughts of my first screening. I was like, this makes too much sense to have this many Spider-Man here. You know, I think and, I think we'll eventually get a Tom Holland uh, Doc Ock movie down the line eventually. Not anytime soon, but I think we'll eventually get one. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. It'll be the female version, like in the. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. In the Spider Verse. <laughs> it'll, it'll be it'll be the. Uh, was what, what was it? Uh, it was his was daughter, she... though, right? She was supposed to be his daughter or something. Well, the female one in the comics is his daughter. Yeah, yeah. that's his daughter. Yeah. Uh, Lady Octopus. But, so like they they mentioned they're like, oh, there's no Oscorp in this world or whatever. But didn't we see an Oscorp building in one other movie? They said there's no Oscorp building in this city. Whenever Defoe was, whenever uh, Norman was dropped in, he's like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see my tower. I didn't see my building. Oh. There's no Oscorp building. But I thought we saw Oscorp somewhere. Well, right? I'm, well, that was that's been the rumor as who bought Avengers Tower. Avengers Tower. Yeah, who bought it? Is it, is it, uh, is it Fantastic Four? Fantastic. <laughs> is it the Baxter Building? Is it uh, the is Osborne? Is it who's another big threat in the Marvel universe who? Has to have a giant building. Kingpin. Kingpin. Well, no, he no, he's he bought the he's, he bought the hotel from uh, Hawkeye. That was the hotel he bought in Hawkeye. Yeah. But uh, uh, I mean, for somebody to buy that building, man, I mean, the Baxter Building would seem like to be the natural uh, progression of that. And yeah. who's gonna? I mean, they're gonna give us the Fantastic Four out of nowhere. We have no basis for the Fantastic Four at all. So we're gonna have to introduce them. Mm-hmm. And who's going to fund it? It's going to be Doom. So is Victor Von Doom going to be here from Latveria on a diplomatic uh, immunity and he's going to buy the building and we're suddenly... Getting, we're going to get Doom Industries? I mean, I guess at this point anything's <laughs> possible, right? I mean... Well, we don't have the Iron Man robots, so now we need the Doom bots. Yeah, the Doom bots. Exactly. For uh, for, uh, cannon, for uh, cannon fodder when they fight through the <laughs> Tower Doom. The third and, act of the, next, the uh, Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, we'll be uh, Mole Man, <laughs> uh, the Underminer from uh, Incredibles, <laughs> or a uh, or a uh, Psycho Man. Ah, man, anything's possible. I mean, I literally just feel like even I saw even I saw Eternals. I, I didn't have any problem with Eternals. Admittedly, I don't mm-hmm. know much about those characters because they weren't really anything I gave a shit about as a comic reader. Admittedly, and I, <laughs> I feel bad saying that, but like a lot of people didn't. A lot of people felt the same way you did. A lot of people feel the same way you did. I mean, it's, it's the same thing as Superman, dude. Like for me, Superman is the same way. There's, there's just, there's, I don't, I don't get down on or identify with or put fandom into God level type characters. I don't, you know what I mean? Like comic yeah. book Jesus, hey, Jesus's, I don't get I, into it. I understand you. I do remember. I do recall. I tried reading an Eternals book one time. I tried reading a trade, like one of those black and white, the old school black and white trades, mm-hmm. the Essentials. And reading an Eternals book or a, an issue of Eternals was a lot of reading. It was a lot, like Watchmen level 
reading. Real heady, yeah. Real yeah, heady. and I, I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I mean, even with, even with like the first cut, like a first volume of X Men, like the old black and white X Men with you know the original team. That's a lot of reading too. But at least you had some action to kind of balance yeah. out the reading. With Eternals, it's just a lot of reading and just pictures of reading. It's like, oh, you think you're going to get an action scene? No, it's just another pictures of word bubbles with reading. And so I, oh, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I tapped out. I tapped out. I mean, but, maybe that's why people talk about Jack Kirby's artwork as opposed to yeah, whoever yeah. wrote it. Uh, which I, who, who wrote Eternals? Who, who's the writer of the original Eternals? Do we know? I think it is. It's Kirby and uh. uh Sounds like Kirby because he wanted to do that otherworldly stuff. That's why he, he liked doing the DC. galactic, the cosmic stuff. Oh, so you might have been the artist and the writer. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Okay. Steve yeah. Buscemi or something. Steve or... Buscemi. South South Buscemi. Gil Kane. Gil Kane. So, so let me ask you guys: Were you sadder when Peter had to tell you know basically everybody was going to forget him that whole scene or? Or when Aunt May got killed. Ooh. <laughs> Forget mm. me forever or Aunt May dies. This movie, besides the video game, this movie was the first one to actually kill Aunt May off. This is the one where the first one that's killed yeah. Aunt May off. They almost pulled the trigger in, uh, in the, uh, was it the One More Day uh, type of uh, yeah. uh, comic and which they should have done. She's old. She's old. Send her out to pasture. <laughs> Send her out to pasture. But I was, I was more shocked to see May die. But I was more sadder to see Peter lose everything. He lost everything. He, he, but I, with, this, with the movie series, they wrote themselves into a wall with giving Peter everything. He had every way out right. to, do, to, to be Spider-Man. Now, they, now he's going back to like what the comics were. And he's alone. He's living off campus. He's alone. He's got his own, you know, uh, apartment. He's basically Spider-Man that we've read in the comics where he's alone by himself trying to survive. Right. And I think he needed that. As far as the sadness, that was a little sad, especially to see him put the note back up in his pocket and walk out the, uh, the coffee shop. Yeah. That, that was sad. But May <clears throat> dying, that, that got me. That May dying got me. Because I was not expecting that at all. Be- uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say because May, because May's been kind of like she's been like you know the 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 never kill a, a pet or never kill a child in these movies. You don't ever see it happen. <laughs> they're they're kind of forbidden, and yeah. she's always kind of been protected that way. And uh, as soon as I saw her get hit with the glider, I'm like, oh, she's gone. She 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 she's she's gone. And sadly, you know, it happened. So I, I, I'm going with May. Um, you know, Spider-Man's over overarching overarching thing is that he's always having to lose, uh, and that's that. In, in in you know, I think it's been documented at this point pretty well that uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man's character, is wrote, written to be one of the more relatable superhero characters, and that he deals with the day-to-day problems we all deal with, uh, yeah. the struggle bus. You know what I mean? Like he's always having to rob Peter to pay Paul, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. And so he's, you know, in, in these movies with him having, like you said, everything, we didn't get the backstory on uncle Ben and everything. We, we, he, we literally were just, you know, 
we had a fastball of, of Peter thrown at us real quick in Civil War, and we just were off and running from there. Yeah. We didn't ask any questions. Um, and one of the things they kept, you know, on the low on the low side, whether we realized it or not, they did they did keep to the core of Peter, as in he's supposed to lose everything. Peter, that's his that's the shtick, right? Is that Peter doesn't get ahead. Yeah, uh, he can't because a lot of times in real life we can't. And uh, one of the things that he learns oftentimes in the stories is that he doesn't see the forest for the trees. He he he. It takes him loss to realize what he's got into what not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. It's always been that way for Peter. And so in this movie, uh, it sucks that she had to die not that she had died but it sucks that they killed her off but then again we haven't had an uncle ben moment near them no we haven't haven't seen him have that loss so it's kind of a no-brainer from the storytelling standpoint for having to have that happen so in a in a roundabout way we kind of got the same story that we're used to but repackaged a little differently and as much as you know we got the uh the tenant version of the (laughs) origin of spider-man where it's like Everything went backwards, um, right. but uh, kudos to them for creating it in that manner and giving it to us that way. I love the fact that he's having to come back down to reality, like fuck, you know, why fucked him? Like it always does yeah. to everybody. And so it's like, well, shit, what do I do? Do I give up? Even though I had to make the ultimate sacrifice for everybody to forget me because everybody gets close to me gets screwed. Uh, do I throw a pity party and feel sorry for myself? Or do I look at the blessing in disguise I've been given uh, and the blessing everybody else has been given in disguise they'll ne- and they'll never even realize it. Never. Yeah. M- most people in Peter's life will never understand. Right. That's true. They never knew how on a hairline trigger they were from being, you know, dealt with by some bad shit. And so for Peter at his age and the storytelling aspect for him to, to realize all these things and that being the over, over, overarching uh, story is that he is mature enough to realize he needed to do those things. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously yeah. he's a genius level kid. He's smart, but uh, being a genius don't give you street smarts. Being a genius don't give you common sense. Look at the world we live in. Just because you got a lot of money doesn't mean you're smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so uh, beautiful, beautiful storytelling. Um, that's one of the things I think for me, that's why I love the character of Spider-Man because I can, in under the mask if you don't know who peter is and you're reading a spider-man adventure where we don't touch on anything peter you that's the whole point of escapism is to put yourself in the story you know what i mean and whether stan lee intended that or not spider-man is the quintessential put you in the story you identify with that character Mm -hmm. i don't identify with wolverine i most certainly don't identify with batman uh, the, they're great characters, but this is the character that touches and pulls the heartstrings. Like, could you imagine if Disney Pixar made a Spider-Man movie? Yeah, our our souls would be crushed. You know, and May would have killer hips, and then <laughs> she like Miss Incredible ripped out of her chest. Yeah, exactly. She looked like Miss Incredible. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I you know, I, so I guess answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> Man, look. <laughs> This is what I had to deal with. I can't help it. We're talking about a character I've loved for a long time. And I'm seeing the culmination of all the years of love for this character when the whole entire world's catching up to it. Um, so what was sadder to me? Yes. Um, 
I've seen him lose a loved one. It's not news to me. Uh, the idea that he, the realization that he had, that he had to make that decision to save the whole fucking world, essentially, depending on how you look at it. Yes. That's the sadder thing. Everything that he had, obviously she was taken from him. So he had to realize he had to lose everything else. I mean, yes, it's sad that he lost her. Yeah. And then, it, yeah. but you had to forego everything. You've got to go from being a genius kid who's got everything that Stark laid out for you uh, to literally having to realize it is now time for ramen noodles and low, low electricity, pal. You know what I mean? Like, that's well, real. That's real. Here's, here's what I think it was for me. So, Arm A gets killed, murdered, whatever you want to call it. He gets a brief second, and then it's like, boom, we got to go because we're in the middle of a fight right now. Oh, and yeah. off and running. We didn't really even get to like deal with he he didn't as a character. We as an audience, we didn't get to deal with that at all. No, you're no. absolutely right. So I think in the oh. end, when you come to realize like, oh shit, not only did he lose Aunt May, now he's he has to lose everything else in his life. Yeah, I, that that's what made it sadder for me. I think is because because we didn't get that time to to grieve and move on and get over it. You know. Oh. God, you're very, right. Very truthful. Very truthful. Mm. So, so overall, how many stars out of 10 would you give it? That's Dwayne? 9.9. 9.9? Oh, where's the point one? What, <laughs> what, 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 what did we miss here? I mean, I knew MJ was going to fall out the thing. I mean, there was a few things that were, you know, they're just. Well, they were, that was in the trailer, too. So, I mean. There was just a few things that were. Too obvious crazy. for you? Yeah, I mean. Okay, well, that's Which right. is fine. Chris, I expected, you? you know. Uh, for me, uh, you know, 10. I'm gonna give it out of ten. Yes. I was about to say, are we giving the uh, are we giving the Dave Meltzer uh, star rating here? No, um, we're doing ten, not not five. <laughs> it's gonna be a ten for me, man, because I'm a fucking fanboy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, you know, I'd be lying to you and everybody else who even remotely knows me to say anything different. You know what I mean? Okay. Like okay. legitimately. I, I will give it a 9.5. Oh, 9.5. Here's the reason. Here's the reason. Man. This th- th- this was a frightful five, not a sinister six. And I would have loved if they would have brought in Dane DeHaan as the other Green Goblin to have <sighs> women to have him and Defoe kind of argue back and forth over who's the better Goblin, only only to have Defoe kill him off to make himself the Supreme Goblin. Dude, we didn't even talk about like fucking Defoe is just that guy, amazing. Yeah, like his switch from from Osmond to fucking Green Goblin is just holy shit, man. It's like two different actors playing him. How hard is Sam Raimi kicking that. himself in the ass for not realizing that you don't put a stupid mask on Willem Defoe? Willem Defoe's <laughs> face is the Green Goblin. Defoe did not want to wear the electronics. He didn't want to wear the uh, the animatronics for the facial features. Don't so that's him. all the foe. Don't he wanted to all. wear the Power Ranger helmet. Well, hey, I mean, he, he didn't wear like, it in this, and it worked. He did, it well, worked that's because hey, fucking tea in this movie. Hey, hey, do you think the foe had that much pull in this movie? This is all Kevin Feige. You know, Feige's like, oh, you want to do that? Okay, you're out. We'll get a stunt oh, double. Man. We'll we'll CGI your face on somehow. There's no well. there's no Avia Rod here to to uh, back the foe up or to. To, to second guess. Him. Wait, am I, am I? Hold on a second. Am, am I understanding right? You, you said he wanted the mask. Defoe didn't want the um, 
he didn't want to put the animatronic uh, face thing on. Like he didn't want to mutate into the goblin. Okay. He wanted a helmet that he could easily take off to show that it, he is the green goblin. He didn't want to do the the special effects, the animatronics, uh, or the makeup or anything. He just wanted stuff, he just wanted uh, to wear a helmet, which is what he got. He got his way. He he, he went to Sony execs and said, "I don't want to do this. I want to wear a helmet." So there's like there's Never that test footage out there. That has the animatronic for the goblin face, which looks amazing. I, I, I remember that, yeah, and it does look cool. But he never needed it, never, 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 never. He, there's never no. any point that he ever needed that mask. No, he looked frightful with the with the stupid goggles on. Then uh, he's that, scary that as shit as a human being, much less yes. as a monster. Yes, with a mask on, he doesn't so need just, it. Just when he changes his voice and he's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, like that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I wonder if that's how yeah. he sounds at home. You know, he's like. He's like, ah, I want the cereal today. We're out of milk. Go get some milk now. <laughs> Welcome to Taco Bell. May I take your order? <laughs> uh, yeah, let me get a number seven, please, with extra cheese, no onions, and a Dr. Pepper. Okay, so number seven with extra cheese, extra onions, and a Sprite. You listen to me, you dirty little monkey. <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> he just switches the goblin voice. Anywhere. I can't say I'd do any differently. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, he did, he did, a, he did a fantastic job. He did, a, he did a very fantastic job. As, 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 uh, as Alfred Molina did, too, for Doc Ock. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. He, he did a great job, too. Yes. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is why the movie is a 10. Because you're bringing back art-directed characters from all these different movies, and you are staying true to their core as a character, and then building on top of that in this brand-new universe. All these people. And they even redeemed, uh, uh, what's his name, Jamie Foxx, too. Oh, they yes. made him better. They made him better, dude. I, I like, I like how they explain the yellow electricity with like, oh, this is different energy than what I'm used to. Like, yes. <laughs> yep. Simple you know, one line. Let's fix what they fucked up. Yeah, of he's not blue anymore. He, he's the, he's the, an electro. The typical. Uh, I'm a dork, so I wear glasses and I have buck teeth and my hair's all messed up. And he had a comb over. He had a comb I hate over. That. That pissed me yeah. off about that movie. I'm like, this was not necessary. He, there are perfectly normal looking people in real life that have social anxieties without having to look like a goddamn you know 1940s uh, interpretation of a dork in a comic strip. Yeah, very true. You know, stereotypes. But don't, don't get me started. But yeah, no, this movie, everything, everything, yeah. everything. When when this movie gets snubbed to the Oscars, <laughs> you know what's happening. Well, all uh, comic book movies get snubbed at the Oscars. This movie saved the movie industry. This movie saved motion pictures. This well, movie... I, I, can we say it saved them? I don't I mean, know about it, that. What I mean, other movies are you going to go to? It, I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why it didn't save it. This movie did not save this the movie. Industry. Didn't save theaters. This movie brought <laughs> hype because people, everybody wanted to see this. You movie. know how much The Matrix made this weekend? No, fifteen million. So Spider Man did not. Is, people aren't like. Oh, Spider-Man brought me back okay. to the theater. I'm gonna okay. keep going. You know, you know also... let, let me let, let me clarify what I meant. Okay, to say. you know, what movie saying. didn't do this. You need it a good the movie. movie going experience. No, yes. Chris, you know, what movie also didn't do this. I was theater only. Ghostbusters. I can't speak to that man because I, <laughs> I enjoyed the show out of the Ghostbusters movie. Was theater only. Was the first one to do theater only. They didn't have the same hype and draw that Spider-Man three did. Yeah, but you know what? People, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of time between Spider-Man. Uh... Okay, look, look, look. <laughs> the, the, I hate that. If we're gonna go there, let's go there. The 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 female led the female led Ghostbuster movie 
uh-huh. left a bad taste in okay. a lot of people's mouths. I'm not one of them. I and knew so what did, the movie was. And I so got did it. Amazing Spider-Man Two. So did Amazing Spider-Man Two. What was the window between Amazing Spider-Man Two and this movie compared to the window between the Ghostbusters Lady movie and the new Ghostbusters movie? The time for the wounds to heal was a lot shorter between the two. A lot of a lot of man baby uh, you know gatekeepers are still mad. Well, wasn't it about like the less than five years? Wasn't it less than five years from uh, Toby to Andrew Garfield? I'm not sure to be honest with you, but I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but is that is that apples to oranges? Like, did amazing did the amazing it's a, it's a movies not make it, money? It, it's a reboot. It's a remake. It's a transition. The new, the, that that Ghostbusters movie, the answer to call movie, didn't make money. That did make yeah. money. The backlash came from the fans online, or right. not the fans, but the people complaining online. Right. So there's a difference between complaining and people supporting the movie. With but, this one. People were hyped for this movie when the second one came out. They were hyped for this movie after Endgame. They were hyped for it for the because they like the character. There's a I'm, reason for it. I'm saying Ghostbusters is an invalid <laughs> argument because there's even though you're saying that people online were pissed off. All right, about the it, Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah, the a Matrix. Huge gap there. There's a huge gap. Okay, the but then well. it's also on HBO Max. We're not talking about how many people stayed home because either they one didn't want to go out during a <laughs> pandemic and two they knew better. Well, I'm saying and that's what I'm saying. For free. If you're if you're saying this movie's saving the the movie industry, that's why I was you're trying to go back earlier. People will keep going back to the movies to see okay. other movies. I, that's why I'm trying to admit my fault. I'm trying <laughs> to re I'm trying to reapproach what I meant to say. Did did, did Eternals save agree the with movie you. industry too? That was theater only. No, we covered that. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit about the Eternals. Exactly. It's exactly. just, the Eternals is a prime example of Disney having the money and not giving a shit if it makes money or not. They just wanted to put it out there. It was an art. It was artistic. It was a co- look. The MCU is a big puzzle that we know nothing about. We're getting well, no, it one no. piece I, at I'm a time. Just saying, no, I'm just saying movies that were theater only or theater exclusive okay. coming out. Here's my that here's didn't my quote. do well versus Spider-Man Three, which obviously is still killing it at the box office. Here's my new quote for all our 37 <laughs> listeners who will care. Okay. No. No Way Home did not save the movie-going experience. I agree with you. What the, what that movie did was it showed that if you give customers what they want to see, mm-hmm. it can save the movie industry. That's what I meant to say. I apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> I created a big hullabaloo here. My point I, is, it still stands. It is a movie that... How many movie theaters would have been closed by now had that movie not true. come out and that, made true. Well, how, untold millions? Well, our AMC 30 is still closed. It closed, got bulldozed down. It's probably going to be some apartments and townhomes. But a lot of other theaters were saved because of this movie. But for how long? Uh, for at least a month. I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving them a month. <laughs> for at least a month. I'm like, Alamo Drafthouse still closing up shop. Star Cinema Grill is opening up a, a new theater in uh, the Woodlands. So, hey. Yeah. There's some big theater in the Woodlands that was it, like just opening up when COVID hit. I don't even know if it opened. Like it was brand new. Like I don't know what that one is, but I know uh, I've uh, from what I've what heard. And, from what I've heard and what I've been told, there's going to be a new Star Cinema Grill in the Woodlands. So that's over. That's going to be opening up soon. We're going to be hit with a backlog of movies that are already in the can. Morbius is in the can. There's so many movies that are just done. <laughs> That I mean, in all, in all honesty, and some the are getting theaters, reshot. Some are getting reshot. Sure, Morbius has sure. got has been reshot, I think, 
five times now because of yeah, the, I'm sure they have to put all kinds of shit in there now. Yeah, because the, the, the Disney acquired it. Yeah. Now the thing is, like, you know, oh, Disney owns theaters, it now. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Morbius is still Sony. Morbius oh, is still Sony. Oh, they they okay. have a new agreement though. Yeah, they have a new agreement. Say, yeah, now that yeah. they're playing ball together, they're going to have to. If they want that sweet, sweet Spider-Man money, they're going to have to go back and film some scenes and shit like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I mean, we got Morbius coming out. We've got what they're making a Spider Verse volume. Well, Spider Verse across Spider Verse volume one, which technically oh, Spider Verse two coming out. We're not ready. We're not ready. I'm for that. Yeah, I'm yes. hyped for that one. That's got uh Spider Man 2099 and it's got the Japanese Spider Man in it. Will so you go to the theater to see that though? <laughs> I would. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I think, I think honestly, I think Spider Verse, the the first Spider Verse, did more to reach out to non Spider Man fans than the movies we've been enjoying. Uh, it did and did not. Spider Verse, as much as as much as it's become like a cult favorite now, it did poorly at the box office. It didn't do too well at the box office. It did when it didn't. It didn't. It do made well. money, but it wasn't like crazy. yeah, it wasn't good money. But because of the movies and the word of mouth, that movie has a big has a big following which, to it, which now. might help the next one. Yeah, because, I think I know. think that will help the next one, especially when you have like you'll have entertaining artists cameo as voices in there for the next one. So I think Post Malone is going to actually have a role as a cameo oh, because of his song for the last movie. So oh, man. it happens, you know. More than his uh, what what movie was it? Daredevil. There was some movie he was a he was in the jail and got beat up. Oh, Post was it the Punisher. I think no. Was it in Punisher? No, that was a dragged across dragged across the gravel or a dragged dragged across concrete. But I know it, he's in a movie where he's in jail where he fights Vince Vaughn. I, I know that one. So maybe it's that one. I don't know. Okay, so Spider Man Into the Spider Verse had a ninety million dollar budget and made. Three hundred and seventy-five point five million worldwide. That's not a fail. It's no, not no. a fail. It's not a fail. But the bar is set so high with these other MCU movies when it's a billion dollars. Of course, is. this is going to sound like it didn't do too well. But like, it is. if no. this were the same numbers back in nineteen ninety-two, this movie would have been the fucking movie of the century. <laughs> you know no, no, I mean? I'm not. I'm not saying that it didn't. Do, I'm not saying that it's not a bad movie. It's a great movie that compared to the other Spider-Man movies, didn't make that money. And you had a lot of people. I think it was it. one of those like opening weekend was kind of, eh, but then it was, word it was of mouth, opening open during Christmas. Word of word of mouth, during Christmas. All of a sudden, people were like, "Oh, I need to go see yeah. this." And how many people don't know who Miles Morales is? You know what I mean? A lot still. A that's lot what I'm saying. Still. Like that's that has to play. I mean, this obviously this movie was a, a, a vehicle for that to introduce him as a, a go-to character because a main Spider-Man as a main Spider-Man. Yeah. Help from uh, Jamie Fox mentioning. That too. Oh, dude, that that one right there is that's all. That's the only little nugget you needed to introduce a live action Miles Morales at some point. Yeah, but we've got to wait for him to grow up. Still, he's still a little kid in that dude, universe. The blip was a five year thing, and we went we went right past that. Yeah, you know, oh, we, we right, can revisit. Yeah. Everything. So that, that that depends if he was a part of the blip or not. That depends if he was in the blip or not. Well, I guess my point is like time is irrelevant. Like. That was kind of the whole time point is of irrelevant. In, in, in Infinity War, right? Like, time doesn't matter at this point. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. But, like, you know. Yeah. Anybody could have been blipped. Anybody could have been blipped. We blipped. don't know. Yeah. Spider-Man was blipped. He was you blipped. never know. Ned was blipped. So, jumping from one New York-based superhero to a series of that's happened in New York that was pretty much the diehard of the Marvel Universe. Let's talk some Hawkeye. 
No, oh, now Dwayne, so I, I didn't listen to the latest episode or latest two episodes where you where I heard Bernie kind of dog Hawkeye a little bit. Okay, he he what? likes it. He, he likes it. He, he likes he it. it. Okay. Yeah. I, I was reading. I was I was listening to the episode where Rami was in Dubai, so I I didn't get that far. What the hell Rami do for work? God damn. Hey. Sorry. He, he, he's a he's a drug, <laughs> just, he's a drug he's pusher. Just, He's like, I own the jock strap that Dolph Lundgren wore on the movie set of uh, Master of the Universe. Like, that guy's got more money than since. Yes, it's, it's, uh, I know you're uh, talking about Hawkeye and R- R- Ricardo Potabon. So, anyways, uh, he's Pablo Escobar or Rami Escobar. So, anyways, let's talk, let's talk some Hawkeye. I and mean, we've all seen it, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Of course. Overall, the show. What did y'all think of the show? Dwayne, what did you think of it overall? Like, Good, bad, the ugly. I I liked it. I thought it was a good, fun, funny show. You know, it ha- it was humorous without overly humorous. Mm-hmm. Action was good. Um, what's her name that plays the new Hawkeye? Yeah, she was amazing. Kate Bishop, the girl who plays Kate Bishop. <clears throat> um, Kate Bishop <laughs> had had surpri- again had surprises in here. Yeah. We won't spoil it yet, but there's spoilers coming. So if you haven't seen Hawkeye, <laughs> you haven't seen Hawkeye, just keep moving on. Uh, yeah, I just keep moving. No, uh, it's more more spoilers in this. That, I mean, more surprises in this that uh, I I didn't I didn't think they were gonna do. I didn't. I was like, nah, it's too. Uh, this is Mephisto shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what they're trying to. They're going with the fucking Mephisto. They're gonna play it up like it's yeah. this, and it's gonna be something else. Self aware. They're self aware at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll admit, if you listen to the last episodes, I thought the big reveal at the end was going to be the owl, or even tomb, or even tombstone, because of the big guy reference. I thought it was <laughs> going to be the owl. The owl. Yeah. like the owl, dude. <laughs> because Marvel has a way of throwing people off. They they think you're going one way, and then they throw you. Oh, off. what what was the guy with the flathead? A hammerhead. A hammerhead. <laughs> Hammerhead. <laughs> the big guy. Oh, you mean stilt man? Because he's tall? Like, hey, Tombstone's a big true. guy, though. Tombstone's a, Tombstone's a big guy. He, he had yeah, nothing the, to play with. The big guy. D-Man. Was it Demolition Man? The guy, the Wolverine knockoff guy? He's like a stunt man? I don't know. It's just, uh, um, anyway, yeah. No, dude. This, this All cylinders. The MCU yeah. stuff is just all cylinders. 100% fan service. And it's proving that it works. And we just want to be entertained. That's all we want. That's all we want. Yeah. Marvel knows that. Marvel Disney knows that. Well, hold on. Yep. That's all most of us want. <laughs> There's some fanboys that they want more than that. Yeah, they want everything. They want a comic accurate suits. They want comic accurate casting. They want their characters look like the way Romita Jr. drew them. Yeah, we'll tell Kirby them to go back them. to their Reddit hole and shut the hell up. Nobody cares. Like, stay <laughs> on the chat boards and bitch all you want while the rest yeah. of them, the, the world enjoys things. Hey, I've I, I love the show. I thought the back I thought the the end reveal reveal was great. I was not ex- I was expecting him. Let's just spoil it. Now. Not ex- we're, yeah, it's we're already Kingpin. there. It's Kingpin. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I oh, yeah. I got into that Kingpin hype of like expecting him, but hoping it was somebody else just to just to laugh at the other people who are like you know the Mephisto training you know with yeah. with you know with Kingpin. I'm like aha, you were wrong. It was Tombstone all along. But. <laughs> It was Tombstone. Oh, it was great. I mean, this 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 show to me, this show felt like part Die Hard, part Lethal Weapon, and just straight up Kindergarten Cop. Dude, it was charming. So charming. The show. Yeah. All the characters. Everything was 
grounded in this this show does such a good job of grounding superheroes in reality. It did. I mean, it really did. It really did. I th- I think the biggest reveal in this was uh, who Hawkeye's wife is. Yeah, Mockingbird. It, it I, was, I wasn't uh, expecting that. I was like, Linda Cardellini is seventy six years old. How's she gonna play <laughs> Mockingbird? <laughs> but hey, it, hey, that was a good reveal too. That was a good reveal too. That was awesome. Uh, I kind of hope that like when they flip over to watch, you, you would see like the little Mockingbird logo like on the back of it, or like some little indention of that. Right. But still, it was it was a great. It's our agent number, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Agent Nineteen but is uh, it's Mockingbird. Didn't Mockingbird, isn't that who had a baby with Luke Cage later? That's on? Jessica Jones. That's or... Jessica Jones. Was it Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones had the had the baby with Luke Cage. Okay. Uh, Danielle Cage. So. I think Jessica Jones had a superhero name that sounds like Mockingbird or something like that. No, yeah. had, no Jewel. She was Jewel. It was Jewel. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, she was Jewel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can I can see where Dwayne's coming from. It makes sense. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I think they had a similar <laughs> costume. <laughs> yeah, but we had a subdued a kingpin, a subdued kingpin that still worked for what they needed him to do in this in this series. I, I think he still had that craziness about him, though. He, he did. Like, you know what I mean? He's good. Yeah, at but that, he didn't like smash anybody's his head in the GMC uh, <laughs> suburban. Uh, Nobody ripped you know, doors door off. either. Ripped that door they off. also showed how much power he really has, like. That arrow went in him, and he was just like, whatever. He's like, yeah, that, no, it's awesome. I'm not complaining. By, by no means, like, I tried to sit down and watch uh, with Nicole. I tried to sit down with her to watch uh, the first episode of Daredevil from the Netflix series. She's like, oh, I really like the Kingpin. I liked all the things. Oh, well, let's go watch Daredevil so you can see. And she wasn't into it, man. It's like, this is way more violent than what we saw. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, this is going to be. Oh, hey, okay. I always say, you, get, you gotta get the you got to get the episode two and see that hall fight scene. And then if you're not hooked, then don't. Yes. I could not agree more, but my wife exactly. does not do. Dwayne, you don't got... He said episode two. We can give it a try. Okay. Well, then, hey, thank you, Dwayne. Thank you for saving my marriage. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so, so Chris, who you're thinking of, or who you're, who, who you're thinking of? It was Songbird from the Thunderbolts. Songbird, Songbird. okay. Songbird. She okay. had a similar costume, but she had the the white with the pink hair. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I knew something. Yeah, there was something there. I was I was couldn't piece it, but yeah, it makes total sense. Songbird from Thunderbolts. Boom. So it's only a matter of time we get Thunderbolts, dude. Everything. Well, we had oh. Swordmaster in. We're gonna in have Hawkeye. Young Avengers. We're gonna have it all. Yeah, I we're mean, gonna have everything. It's all coming. Okay, look. Do you think with Marvel Disney having the rights to Fox for Deadpool now, and we haven't seen any, we have, and now they have Punisher, and now they have Elektra, and now they have Red Hulk. Do we get the Red Team? Do we get the Red Thunderbolts? Or do we get? Well, like, you have to have. School? They have to have Thunderbolts regular first yeah. before you get the Thunderbolts diet. Oh man, the Red Thunderbolts was a good. <laughs> one. Did, did you not read that series? Did you not I did read, read that? it. I did read. I, I read the show. Of the series. You yeah. didn't even get the. Uh... The uh, Baron Zemo Thunderbolts. Yeah, we had to get that first. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, <laughs> who else was on that team? It was like um, the 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 Firebug or whatever his name was. The Mach Far- Mach Five was uh, Mach Five. That's what it was. Mach Five Songbird. Yeah. Um, uh, Meteorite, Screaming Mimi, Swordsmaster. Uh, Atlas. Atlas. Was Atlas, Atlas on there? Yeah, Atlas, Goliath. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess again, anything's possible. There's, I honestly don't feel like there's anything they can't take and reshape and polish it with an MCU MCU finish. Oh but yeah, it, yeah, Citizens of V, Citizens, Citizens of V was and Beetle. They're, they're good at giving us a little bit of what we want. Like, yes, again, I always say this on our show. Like, I don't want to go watch a, a comic book I've already read. I want, yeah, I want sure, I want pieces of that in the essence of it, but. 
I don't want to see the exact same story. I want to be surprised, you know? <laughs> like, sure, yeah. sure. I think all that's grounded in reality. Like, if, uh, if okay, like, you know, the guys are bitching, you talk about the guys bitching about not having comic accurate outfits and stuff like that. Like, can you imagine if the 2000 X-Men would have been the blue and yellow Jim Lee uniforms? Yeah, in spandex. It would have flopped. It would have, it would have been a dud. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the, I think the same thing, I think the same thing still applies. Um, could you imagine, uh, you know, um, they can't bitch. Marvel puts them in anyways. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye. Hawkeye with the traditional Hawkeye uniform. Plain and simple. They even made a joke about it in the series. It just wouldn't it happen. It well, he had, he had, he had the Hawkeye semi costume that he wore in the Hawkeye well, series. He didn't have the, the cowl. The, yeah. Like the, the old school. Yeah. The traditional, you know, the but, but, but Flynn, like, purple but, and blue. But he had the jumpsuit. The only thing he was missing was the sunglasses. That that was it. But, but that's, but that's more no, like no, that's we're more talking about the old school. Oh, the, the Wolverine on his head. And all, yeah. yeah, there's no way the they could have done that. There's no way. No, there's no way that there's no way that could happen. And and there's no there's no need for it really and truly. Like you can't you can't make this universe be so grounded, and then just go out of left field with some bullshit like that. Yeah, You're like right. no and people that's who is, even myself who's a true hardcore MCU fan would eat that alive. I'm like, like how dare you? But it's like it's <laughs> but it's funny when like in uh, Captain America's origin story right he had the shitty uniform that he, he did but he was doing the the theater shit so it's kind yeah. of funny to see that right and it was time appropriate i mean how could they have given him a tactical uniform in 1942 you know what i mean like right. everything made complete and total sense it was it, all grounded i think if, i i guess I, I hate to sound like a, 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 a you know a, a broken and, record but hey and all the netflix shows we've got the classic costumes and all the netflix shows you know jessica jones had her jewel costume uh hellcat had her comic book co- hellcat costume mm-hmm. uh, luke cage had his comic book accurate costume with the chains and the tr and the puffy shirt and all that uh, danny ran had a flashback <laughs> with the mask so i mean we all had you know they all had their comic book accurate and costumes. they updated daredevil to look cool yeah like, he looked cool as hell man <laughs> do you think we're going to get an accurate uh punisher in the mcu there's no way right surely not they didn't give us an accurate they didn't give us they didn't give us uh the gritty marvel knights uh th- there's no way they, they couldn't possibly that prison fight scene was pretty intense, though. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that prison well, fight scene was pretty intense. But that was Netflix, though. I'm talking about like if they yeah. put it, if they brought him back into the MCU timeline Ooh. stuff. There's no I, way. I think that I think they will. I think there's going to be something with that. I mean, I got, think they will. You got I mean, Blade coming. You yeah, got Moon Knight coming. You got you, you got people. I have in concerns that about Moon Knight. I have, dude. A lot of people don't know the the history behind the Moon Knight character. Like they stick true <laughs> to the story of of. of Mark, what's his face? Um, Mark Spector. You obviously Spector. don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> I, I, dude, I don't listen. I don't, uh, breaking news: well, well, I hate my voice. I hate listening to my own podcast, much less well, anybody well, else's. Well, well, Chris, I got to ask you then: How bloody or how violent was the Mandalorian? Because you had the, you had the one scene with Boba Fett coming in there and smashing stormtroopers' helmets in the Mandalorian. And there was blood bits and little bits and pieces flying off of him doing a smash. There was no blood. There was no but blood. But it wasn't. But it was an intense fight scene. Don't you still felt. You you uh, felt it though. I mean, the opening scene for Mandalorian for the very first episode was a guy getting his head cut off through the doors. Yeah. This guy's body cut in half, actually. But yeah, I see your point. Like I. I I don't know, but did, okay, but did you see that though? Did they show you that? No, no. but it was implied. It was implied. But, but it was implied, but you know what happened though. But, okay, so how many episodes of Punisher do you want to watch where, where gunshots lead to headshots implied? Like, oh, look, he shot a gun again. Like, of course he did. That's what he's going to do. But, know, like, but how is he going to do it? 
Also, people forget Disney does do R-rated movies. They do. They don't do a lot of them, but they do them. Okay, but and then... I think they've already said that uh, Deadpool is going to be R. But it's going to so... go to Hulu. It's going to go to Hulu? No, pro- that's where it will go because okay. that's where their adult nah. content goes. So to your point, this, Things this that whole... go to Hulu die. They're not going to put it there. <laughs> that's what I was kind of thinking. Just, like, just look at, just Hulu, look at the Hulu would be the death sentence of it. Okay, so then parental, <laughs> parental settings on your <laughs> Disney Plus will be a, a, an absolute must. If they're going to do this, no, I think there'll be a warning. I think there'll be like a warning screen. It says, "Warning: the following content is made for adults." And this, how many this. people put their no, kids I'm in saying, front of the screen no, and not no. watch their kids? No, I'm saying on Disney Plus they might not do it, but that doesn't mean they're not going to make it and put it somewhere. Where do you sure. put it? Put it back on Netflix. Who cares? Like, <laughs> oh, they, okay, well. Disney's got all the money, man. They can they do whatever the hell they want, they man. Do that. They could do that. I mean. They could do that. Okay, so all this Marvel Knights esque. <laughs> no, 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 no. To your point, if they're going to do that, all these characters, faithful, faithful rep- representations of these characters, it would have to be like a movement to do a whole new thing on another streaming service mm-hmm. of nothing but like freaking, um, just like all violent Blade's Marvel. Coming. Yeah, but Blade's coming, <sighs> and you saw, you see how violent Morbius is going to be. Well, okay. Okay, <laughs> no, no, hold on. Uh, did you really see anything violent in that trailer, or did you see a, you mean the uh, blood some, dripping from some... the ceiling? Did you, the blood dripping from the ceiling? Him killing people as he goes through a warehouse. I'm yeah, gonna have to like... watch. But watch dude, the trailer no again. Ex... Watch it again. It was Red Band. I'm it was gonna a Red watch Band it trailer. Again. Oh my god. Okay. It, it was dude. a Red Band trailer. I, I, honestly, I would be shocked if they give us faithful representations of Moon Knight and go and Blade, much less. But then again, Blade's not killing people. Blade's killing vampires. He's killing vampires. You know what? what know what happened with the Blade series? When he cuts a vampire, they're just going to turn to ash. There's no blood; they just turn to ash. Okay, and uh, the original, <laughs> no, 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 but the original one was rated R, right? The original yeah. one was rated R due to content and language and shit like that. Mainly due to sexual content and language. Yeah, those are two things that Disney right. doesn't mess too much with. The the only blood that happens in the first Blade movie was whenever Blade feeds at the very end on the chick to regain his life. In the bloodbath at the beginning. In the bloodbath at the well, beginning. Then, oh, when, he, when he plugs the thing and Deacon Frost in and kills him, he turns into a big blood bubble. He, he does for like a few seconds, but that's CG. That was all CG. Again, blood, CG. Blood, right? Man. Okay. It's a blood monster. We say all this to say, who's the, who, <laughs> we're all going to agree, agree with this. We're going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, be there, I'll, I'll be there day one, maybe with the kids. Day two. <laughs> Come on, kids, let's sit down and watch Moon Knight together. Let's watch a schizophrenic Batman lose his mind out in the desert. Or in the hey, jungle. do you think like Burnthal will show up in like Moon Knight or Blade or some shit? That's where I he would have to show up, right? I think he'll show up in uh, Blade at least. I think he'll show up in Blade. I mean, we've already got two Netflix characters showing up. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. they're going to start, you're going to see him in all kinds of shit just to keep us well, excited. Well, here, well, here's a question right here. Here's a question right here. With um, because we know we you know we're gonna get Young Avengers. That's that's going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's gonna happen. Who do you think the villains are gonna be? Villain or villains will be for Young Avengers? Scrolls. No yeah. Do you think that will be uh, Dark Avengers to to be the villains for the Young Avengers? Scrolls. Or scrolls. Scrolls. Or no, not scrolls. I don't think it'll be scrolls. Young Avengers were a huge part of the Secret Invasion storyline. Or to throw a twist. <laughs> To throw a twist and to kind of revitalize that that uh, that franchise because the actors have come out recently about wanting to do more of it. The Runaways. 
Teen Avengers versus the Runaways that were canceled too early. Were they canceled too early though? They, they were. They were. I got like two episodes into season two and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I think that's. I think they would be a good villains. My my wife is is doing the antsies in her pantsy dance by the door here because we haven't talked about the very last in credit scene of the last episode of Hawkeye. So what speaking of thoughts? Boba Fett, the episode one. <laughs> Speaking of the first episode of Boba Fett, Dwayne, how how what, what are your thoughts <laughs> on musicals, Dwayne? Uh, it was it was funny. I liked it. It was funny. It was funny. funny. It was good for, for a, a giggle. Reason. It was good for a giggle. Hey, it's funny for a reason because you have happened? a professional opinion that is degreed in this. Okay, okay. So what's your so, opinion, dear? So did, did, did this end scene? Did this end scene save the MCU as we know it? Well, no, but it's great. <laughs> Uh, no, so it's funny because the writers of said song are the writers who did Hairspray, and that's what Hairspray is supposed to do. And they did every theater trope that people can know in this, and it's so good. So there's like 147 people worldwide, like myself, who are married to a, a theater nerd. So we wanted to make sure we got to the... <laughs> I wasted my parents' money on this. Yes, exactly. So, so, if, you, so if you love Hairspray and John Travolta... You will get the ending, and you'll enjoy it. This end credit scene will be a big payoff for you. It will hey, but you can't stop the beat. Come on, man. Oh, my God. They also adapted the Leo uh, DiCaprio movie where he's the pilot. One Tony's. So, well, there you go, everybody. So, so, Boba Fett. No, <laughs> Adam Pascal, because people will know Adam Pascal from School of Rock. Uh-huh. Who? Adam Pascal is a huge part of Broadway history as the original uh -huh. um, Roger in Rent. So Roger is in Rogers the musical. Who? It's funny because you didn't hear what the said. <laughs> he says, "Go ahead with that whole thing." <laughs> <laughs> Professional in in the conversation oh for the subject. You're, uh, take it out. Adam Pascal, everybody. Duh. Hey, 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 she's a professional he's fan. Legend. She's a professional fan. He's a legend. He is. Hey, he tried. He tried to bring Operation Mind. One twelve. I got it. He's already times fifty. Hey, you should title this Adam Pascal. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna go crazy. Dot 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 and some MCU stuff too. Well, if you also want to talk about Avengers and Babysitting, he's in Rent with the Furby Kid in Avengers and Babysitting, aka Anthony Rapp, who's also in Rent, and I saw them both. I have no idea who those people are. I, I don't know who those people are. You can enter like you can enter like a carafe, like soundbite. Who? And people would listen, get that. Listen. What is it right wait, now? Wait, 10 wait, wait, wait. Did she storm out of the room? Did she like slam one? She closed, closed my door. door. Yes. Displeased. <laughs> Oh, you're sleeping on the couch tonight, buddy. No, no, I'm gonna sleep, I'm sleep on my bed. What's gonna happen is I'm gonna get in bed at two o'clock in the morning, I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a kiss and tell her I love her, and she's gonna be like, you know, Adam Pascal wouldn't. <laughs> Adam Pascal wouldn't do that. No, I'm playing Animal Crossing. 
Till two o'clock in the morning? Oh, I could. I have. Okay. So, so wait. Southwark going to do a new song instead of Brian Boitiano? Oh, I was Pascal? just thinking that. What would Adam Pascal do if he were here today? I, I mean, can get answer to. That's what Adam Pascal will do. Oh, my God. It would have been better if Lynn Manuel. <laughs> I can hear the door Dude. slam. Oh. <laughs> He's too busy making a million dollars off Encanto and trying to get his EGOT. Who? <laughs> oh my god. What have you done? <laughs> More Broadway trivia. The guy who wrote Let It Go also wrote The Internet is for Poor and Everybody's a Little Bit Racist. And he has an EGOT for The Wonder Pets. So there you go. On this trivia of no one here, <laughs> I just heard... Disney hires the best people. The world is better for having known all of this, dear. Elsa and Racist Puppets. Elsa and there's there's the name of your uh that's the episode name right there. Elsa and Racist Puppets. Uh, Elsa and Racist Puppets uh, have made it onto our show. Oh my god. This episode is sponsored by the Farm Drinkery. Best dive bar in the corner of a strip center on Champions Forest Drive in Luetta in Spring, Texas. 22 local beers on tap and world-famous wings. Come for the great atmosphere, stay for the free high five. Use the code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your bill. Oh my god. So yes, Book of Boba, y'all guys. <laughs> Thoughts? I can't wait for the musical of Boba Fett. I can't wait for the musical now. <laughs> The songs of Boba! <laughs> Boba the musical. Oh, it's off Broadway. It's touring in Chicago right yeah. now. It's called The Cup of Boba. Oh my god. Is she I still there? Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> She's getting so salty. Oh. <laughs> uh. You're welcome. You're welcome. Call this episode <laughs> the Chuck Norris and the Adam Pascal podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna call this episode Morton. God. Uh, oh. No way, I Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Book of Boba Fett. We start. We start off with the first episode. So, what did everybody think? <laughs> Is there a musical in the future? First of all, hey, who knows? Maybe. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm surprised to hear him fly by the starlight going, I can do this all day. Like, I'm surprised <laughs> that didn't happen. So yeah, he had to do it in the Australian accent. She's still right <laughs> there. Uh, no, no. Um, I think the biggest thing in everybody's mind, first off, we're happy to see Boba Fett back. Secondly, yeah. how the fuck did he get out of the starlight pit? He climbed. Which, well, he blew his way out of it with his damn, uh, yeah. burn, burn, burn the yeah. shit out of him. Burn it. Which I thought was, you know what? And I think that was the eternal question, right? Like it was that was like Star Wars, uh, the question for Star Wars fans is, is akin to what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? So, well, no, well, no, you have like I think there are books written that he like climbed his way out, he like he oh, like well, bombed and climbed his way out in the books. The well, have book. you seen the Patton Oswald quote? No, yeah. with the uh, Romy sent it to me today. It's literally him, he's like, We pan in on the two star, uh, sons of Tatooine. That panned down to a fist of Boba breaking through the sand as he crawls out of the. They no kidding, did, and it's side by side with with the scene. Like, <laughs> holy crap, that's awesome! 
Dude, honestly, it was pretty ingenious for him. I forget who he was talking to, but it was years ago that he he said that. Pat Oswalt, God bless him. They're giving the fans what they want. They're giving the fans what they want. Yes, Uh, it was ingenious for him to get the get the oxygen off the stormtrooper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like down. Like what is exactly in like a star a starlight pit? It turns out it's like the same thing inside that big uh, alien that Dave Bautista was in in Guardians of the Galaxy. You just kind of have to cut your way out, you know? Well, acid, because you saw the uh, the Stormtrooper kind of melting. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, it's like it was all melting and everything. So It's the stomach acid. Yeah. <laughs> Upset stomach, diarrhea. Like, you know, um, man, so good. I mean, it, yeah. it's only been how many years since we, you know, Find out how he got out of the swallowing pit. Was it eight? Was it uh, 79, 80 when that movie came out? I swear to God, there was one of the recuts of of it where they showed him like fly out real quick somewhere. Well, well they did that on Robot Lucas, Chicken. Luke, they, Lucas added in later or some they, shit. They did it. They did that on a uh, Robot Chicken where they had him flying out of the Sarlacc pit, only for him to fly into another Sarlacc pit. So. Um, actually, sure, that was on the laser disc release in Germany. Uh, it's the German to Star Wars region seven laser disc players. No, oh, um, now, you, now you're going to the nerd trope. That was just my excuse. That was just my excuse to use my voice. I think it's very funny, anyway. But just uh, complained about it. I mean, it's my it's, hey, I paid my $20 to get this hosting fee. I'm gonna talk some. shit <laughs> Damn it. No. So, um, so what did you anyway. think about it, Chris? I, I thought it was awesome. Are you are you uh, in, or are you kind of like yeah, I can wait? Well, as far as Boba Fett's concerned, mm-hmm. oh no, dude! I by by no means am I uh, a fanatic when it comes to Star Wars, but mm-hmm. I, I I would call myself an upper echelon casual fan. Like okay. I don't I don't own any toys or any lightsabers, anything like that. But am I psyched to know the lore? And do I pay attention to the retellings and, and, and you know, when somebody gives me some nuggets of uh, Dark Horse uh, elements are putting in with things like Thrawn in the, in the, in the comics and potentially Thrawn in the Mandalorian. All these things are very interesting to me. So uh-huh. uh, the idea of bringing Boba Fett back and his little story about how he dug out of the Starlight Pit and how I saw a lot of people bitching that he was – kind of a puss in this. And I was like, well, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Like he climbed out. He yeah. was tired. He needed naps. No, he, he got into that one fight scene in the road and then had to go rest again. Yeah. But he's old, right? He, he's an old man. Well, I think they're, I think we're going to see there's more reason for that than, well, you know I, mean, I mean, I think there's a bigger reason for that. Well, than I, 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 can, I can think of, I can think of the reason why, because if you watch Clone Wars and if you watch Rebels, you'll know he's the original clone. Boba Fett yeah. is the original clone. This right. is probably him keeping alive by basically doing like the, the same bath or, you know, like, you know, be, being oh, the like, back in to the, tank? yeah, basically him going yeah. back to the chamber to heal because he's a clone. This is how he's going to heal up. Because he is the original clone, and uh, I guess you can really do anything you want because it's not really not, not like we ever really had a in depth backstory on Boba Fett well, in the first place, right? Well, I, well, I remember in uh, one, I think it was one of the episodes of is either Bad Batch, is it the Bad Batch or Clone Wars? No, uh, either Clone Wars or Rebels, where uh, young Boba Fett was there and he gets hurt, and he takes forever for himself to heal. Well, everybody else is already healing up pretty quickly. He's taking the longest to heal up because mm-hmm. of his injuries. So I think that's playing into 
going to play into the show. That detail will play into the show. Oh, yeah. This is Achilles heel. Somebody's yeah. going to exploit that. And he, he's a clone. I mean, he, he's a clone. Well, so. he's he's the he's a clone of the original. He doesn't have all the enhancements that no. the other clones have. No. But, oh, yeah. You're right. Good point. That's because that's what Jango wanted. Was yeah, he he, wanted that's why he was a kid and all the other clones were grown up. Yeah, they're all grown up. Uh, and they're all able to age well. Like Captain Rex aged pretty well. All the other ones will age pretty well. Like, really, go watch Clone Wars and go watch Rebels. It's I need to, really man. good. They're really good. I, I prefer Rebels, but... I prefer Rebels, too, but Clone Wars had a lot of good battle fights. They had a lot of good fight scenes. It's hard to get through, though. I, I would I would pick There's a lot of the episodes. There's a lot of filler in Rebels, but that filler builds the bonds no, between the commanders and the, the Jedi. And it's yeah. in the end, it's worth it. In the end, it's worth it. Because when you go back and rewatch episode three, different meeting has a different Have you ever looked at the, So, you know, there's a list of like uh, what order to watch Clone Wars. You I you know, I list? heard that because I've yes, told people I, like, I, I want to watch that. those. It's great. I, I tried it. I, I, I'm, I think it's easier just to watch them straight because it's like, Season two, episode one. Season one, episode six. Season three, episode <laughs> oh, two. God. Like you, I'm like, I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah. I don't care if it doesn't make sense until later. Like <laughs> there, there is there is a list. Yeah, there definitely is a list. But yeah, uh, I I enjoyed Book of Boba. I thought it, I thought the first episode was great. Uh, my ten year old daughter was ecstatic that it was coming out that day. We had to watch it when she got home. She was hyped up to see it. We couldn't do anything else until we watched it. And then when she finishes, she's like, wait, I have to wait next week. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's every Wednesday now. Same. You have to wait till every Wednesday. That. And so she's hyped on it. She'll, she's I like, I'm maybe gonna... they'd have they do what they've been doing, like have two or three episodes to start, but I guess not. They, I no, guess they no. don't have to. I guess not for Star Wars. I think not for Star Wars. They'll do it for everything else, but not that one. I think they did it for the first Mandalorian, didn't they? Didn't no, they first episode too? only. First did episode. They? Yeah. Because I remember we got to episode I think three or four four weeks after it came out when the in-laws came over and we introduced the kids to Mandalorian along with the in-laws. And that's where Gwen got her like love for star Wars was from that. Yeah. So, hmm. cause we ended up watching it again with the in-laws to show the kids and the kids. Well, Gwen loved it. She fell in love with it. So, but I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm really enjoying the show, so I can't complain. I, th- I've, I thought it was okay. I, it didn't blow me out of the water or anything. It was just an okay thing. I thought the fight scene was a little lame, honestly. It, it, it was, was a little, it, it little was. clunky, little. They showed them getting their ass whipped. It, it was, uh, yeah. and yet you, you have to build that. You, you can't have the badasses be too overpowered. You have to have them get beat. I like how they had the Gamorrean guards, though. That was kind of cool. Yeah, like they just came in. Yeah, yeah, and actually did something with them. That was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the pigs did something. The the pigs actually did something. So... You know when they when they went to the bar to kind of establish dominance to say hey like the the the, the mafia you're under our protection thing, I was like mm-hmm. that that uh that Tweelick lady looks familiar and then watching the credits I'm like Jennifer Beale and I, saw, I was like she's a baby oh that's baby. Jennifer Beale yeah oh wow okay yeah I had because I, I I was like I told Nicole I was like that obviously is somebody I just can't place her. <laughs> the credits was like, that's okay. a, I was like, she's a small town girl on a Saturday night. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if uh, the two Gamorrean guards were actually like, like you know how like 
lot of the Star Wars movies now have famous people in them in yeah. costume because they just want to be in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> oh yeah, one one was Nicolas Cage, the other one was like Prince Harry or something. Like that. It's like it's like John Krasinski and and Pam. Uh, I'll be in your Star Wars show as long as I get to be a Gamorrean guard. Yeah, man, perfect. We'll Probably do it, fine. man. So that will kind of wrap up uh, the show for today because we're hitting that time. We talked some we talked some Boba Fett, we talked some Hawkeye, we talked some Spider Man. Just want to thank Dwayne for coming back on and talking some nerd with us. You know, we have another, we gotta watch Cobra Kai. We have like another fifteen minutes if you want. You know, uh, not, not 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 for me anymore. Not not for me anymore. I've got to start cutting things short at night. Oh, God. Uh, if I could, if gotta... I could rant less, I'd be okay. But I just, <laughs> you rant it fine. Uh, so I mean, closing thoughts. I do have this one question. Closing thoughts to kind of like the last five ten minutes. Uh, and and this is and we talked about this last at the theater when we saw Spider Man three, um, Marvel Legends, Wave two for No Way Home for the villains, who wouldn't kill for a, a Spider Man two Doc Ock or the new Electro Jamie Fox or oh, the foe with the new armor and stuff. Oh, it's coming! Come on, you know it's coming. To. You know it's coming. You know it's yeah. I, oh, I it is. <laughs> ching ching. Ching ching. Yeah. Well, who's gonna be who's gonna be the build a figure for that set? Would it be Doc Ock or would the build a figure be, be uh, Kingpin. Sandman? Kingpin? <laughs> Mephisto. It'd be Mephisto. Mephisto. <laughs> no, um honestly, as much as I hate to admit it, I think it would be Doc Ock, wouldn't it? With all the extra arms and the with jacket the and the head and the, the torso yeah. and all that bullshit. Yeah, it, it would have to be him. It could be Doc Ock. So oh, I just yeah. want a Marvel Legends Raimi, uh Toby. Uh, Spider Man and uh, Andrew Garfield Spider Man for uh, that's like, gonna be un- unmasked. Well, they come with yeah, the two heads. heads, they yeah. have the two heads. Yeah, it's gonna be right around the corner. There'll be singles and it'll be hard as hell to get, or they'll be to furthermore be Target exclusive. You might as well fucking forget yeah. it. But uh, you'll get a single and then they'll probably do like an Amazon exclusive box set. You know, what I mean, yeah, or the chase would be Andrew Garfield with the coat lab on a Spider Man suit. Or the chase would be, or the the, the super Toby. would be new Spider Man costume. Toby uh, and street clothes. Toby yeah, and youth street pastor, cool youth pastor. Uh, street pastor. Cool, cool youth pastor. Cool youth pastor. Toby. But I want, that electro. Like, oh, I want that electro. Oh, I want that electro. Uh, I want that green goblin. And I want that electro. Those two looked pretty sick. Yeah, it's gonna, dude. <laughs> Give us Ned with the Doctor Strange's cape on and the sling ring on his hand. <laughs> and give him a little flight stand. Hey. Or his or his aunt or whatever, his grandma tell him to get the web out of the corner. Dude, <laughs> I didn't even talk about that. So they're speaking Tagalog, yeah. uh, Filipino language. And the people sitting next to me were Tagalog. They spoke the language, right? What? So the grandma's talking and they're laughing and then Ned's like translating and then everybody else is laughing. <laughs> like it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> they were laughing before like anybody else knew the joke that's, that's cool. so good I asked that's him at awesome. the end I was like I'm guessing you knew what she was saying right <laughs> that's so good that's that's pretty cool well again Dwayne thanks for coming on thanks for yes. hanging out <clears throat> hanging out with say, us thank you sir talking Spider-Man with us so uh, don't, and Adam Pascal don't forget Adam Pascal <laughs> don't tell don't tell my podcast we haven't even talked about it yet so <clears throat> It's okay. Bernie stopped listening to our podcast a long time ago. When we hit two hours, he quit listening. So it, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, man. We're on a holiday break. So. so, again, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back. And if you like what you've just heard, check out crossthestreamsmedia.com. 
where not only can you listen to our show, the several other shows that are part of the Cross the Streams Media family. Such shows like Three Beers and a Mic, Dorksman, Secondary Heroes, Scott White's Dan Aykroyd Podcast, The Art of Boar Podcast, Burn Appetite, Bearing Ain't Easy, the STS Guys Podcast, and Toy Rewind. Movie Gap is there as well. And until we meet again, I am Aaron. I am Chris. And as I, I always say... Dwayne. What? You gotta let the guest go, too! No, Come who cares? on! Who cares about the guest? Hey. Hey, are we doing... Hey, are y'all I, doing ponchos I'm not just any guest. Hey, are, are we doing ponchos this weekend? <laughs> ponchos? Hell yeah, Because always. Bernie's in town. Bernie no, he's in not town. in town this weekend. Oh, it's not this weekend? When, when is he coming in town? Oh, my God. Oh, say the weeks. word. Okay. We'll get we'll, we'll we'll get the we'll get the uh, group on. We'll go. But it's not this weekend. No. No. Okay. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.